0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Talk Witchcraft podcast. Today we are talking about three books that changed my life. So if you love reading about witchcraft and spirituality, if you're looking for a couple of books to read and maybe one to not read, um, or if you want more information about my book that is coming out this month september then you're in the right place you're listening to talk witchcraft the podcast where we talk about witchcraft as a lifestyle and discover how to merge magic into your daily life every week we'll demystify witchy topics like tarot astrology crystals herbs and more as you develop your personal brand of magic and create the life of your dreams i'm your host Maggie Hazeman. So today I am sharing with you three books that changed my life. They influenced how I view the world, myself, and my practice, and they taught me how to access my magic and my power. So the first book, we're counting down from three. Number three is called Hedge Witch. Spells, Crafts, and Rituals for Natural Magic, and this book is by Silver Ravenwolf. Now, before I go any further, I want to say that I am not recommending this book. I don't believe that Silver Ravenwolf is a good role model for modern witches. After reading this book, I feel like I had more to unlearn than I learned from it, than what I gained. And there are several essays floating around on the internet about why Silver Wolf is not a great modern role model. So I don't really want to get into that in this episode. But I will say that she was very influential in the time when her books were being published. She was one of the only Wicca and witchcraft and pagan writers of the time, so I feel like she opened the door for people like me to be more open about our witchcraft in public, but beyond that, I don't recommend her books now with so many other books available to us. But the reason that this book is on my list of, of witchy books that changed my life is because it was the first witchcraft book that I ever read. So I picked up this book when I moved to Portland, Oregon. And when I first moved there, I had no job. I had no family or friends. I didn't have internet. I didn't have TV. I really had nothing to do. And at 22 years old, I was fresh out of college. I had lived with my parents for about a year after college before moving to Portland. And I spent a lot of time in Portland just wandering my new neighborhood. And I was hopeful about this life that I was creating for myself in a new place. I was excited, and I was just really interested in exploring. Now, I lived near one of the Powell's stores, not the famous giant Powell's store, but one of the satellite stores that was on Hawthorne Boulevard, and during one of my neighborhood explorations, I went into this store and I bought myself a giant pile of books, (laughs) just a huge pile of books, and Hedge Witch was among them. This book is very beautifully designed, it's very attractive, and I was drawn to it before I thought of myself as a witch, really. Um, And as I said, this book gave me a lot more to unlearn than I learned, But what it did give me was a mindset shift. So I learned a lot about making space for new things, how to release things that aren't serving me. It helped me to see that anything is possible if I just learn to frame my thoughts around what I want and to look at things from a new perspective and to make space for the things that I want. So it's sort of very... um, It's very much like the book The Secret, but with a witchy twist is kind of a good way to describe it. So I definitely went on to learn much more after reading this book. Of course I did. When learning any new topic, I think it's really important to read more than just one author's perspective and to really dive into all of these different perspectives and different Um, different practices and different ways that people do things and to really get a well-rounded idea of the topic. It's important to go deeper than just one book or one YouTube channel or just one blogger or anything like that. It's also important to be willing to unlearn and to relearn or to remind yourself of things as you're learning new topics, because you might need to replace previous beliefs with new beliefs as you're learning more about yourself and the way that the universe works and the way that the world works and all sorts of things. So it's important to be willing to unlearn as you're learning. And that's what I feel like this book did. It was sort of a stepping stone or an entry point or like a green light. Maybe it was sort of, it was almost like a permission slip that I knew I had interest in occult things and witchcraft things, um, but I needed sort of a permission slip, and I feel like that's kind of what this book was for me. It definitely put me on the witchy path. It gave me uh, lots of new ways to try that were simple, not too complicated like some witchcraft books, and in that way it was life-changing because if I hadn't... Picked up that book. Maybe I would have picked up another one later down the line, but for me, this was the book that opened the door to this new way of looking at the world and seeing magic all around me. So again, I had a lot of unlearning to do after reading this book, *Head Hedgewitch*, and I think I still have a lot of unlearning to do. I think we all do. We have, as as like I said, we're always learning and unlearning. Um, but this is the no, position number three on my list of books that changed my life. The book that's in position number two of books witchy books that changed my life uh, is Women Who Run With Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And I read this book w- before I was a witch. So I think I actually still identified as a Christian at the time when I read it. I've said that before on this podcast that I grew up with Christianity, and it is probably a Christianity that you are not as familiar with, um, and maybe it is, but it is one that is based in love, spirituality, inclusivity, and pursuing knowledge, as well as questioning everything that is presented to you. So, just as a frame of mind, that was the space that I was in when I read this book. And part of that questioning everything was this exploration into feminism and the female archetype. So, this book included all sorts of folklore and mythology as well as psychology. And it was just filled with these topics that were a perfect recipe for where I was in my life of questioning and learning about sort of the historical context of feminism and the female archetype. As I said, and how it played into folklore and mythology, as well as the psychology, the way that our minds work. So the author of this book, again, Clarissa Pincola Estes, is a Jungian therapist. And so this was sort of my first introduction into shadow work, which has been very, very important to my witchcraft practice today, as well as my introduction into this idea of the collective unconscious, which I believe I've talked about on this podcast before, and um, the idea of archetypes, which is really important for using tarot cards, which are also important to my spirituality and to my witchcraft practice. So each of these ideas, shadow work, And the collective unconscious and archetypes, they are instrumental in the way that I have developed my current understanding of the universe and how I practice witchcraft. Um, this author is also a cantadora, which is a Latinx storyteller. And the book is a collection of stories from various cultures that are retold in a way that celebrates the feminine energy, and which is often rejected in our society. We live in a patriarchal society that often diminishes the power of that feminine energy. And even now, looking back on this book, I'm much more critical of books than I was when I first read this book, um, especially books that seem to rely on gender essentialism, which this book does, but it holds up as many books from this era do not, many books from this era that rely on this um, polarity of, of genders. And I think it's because it speaks to the feminine energy rather than the female gender And so I think I've spoken about that on this podcast as well when we talked about the different um, principles of magic, the principle of duality is about the receptive energy and the uh, projective energy, which in some texts is called the feminine and the masculine. But all things, humans, animals, plants, rocks, all things possess the feminine or the receptive and the masculine or the projective energies in some form, Um, but the gender, female gender, is actually a societal construct. So I think since this book focuses on the energy rather than the gender identity of female, it holds up in modern times. So I believe that this book is great for not just those who identify as women, but for anyone who seeks to balance these dual energies of the receptive and the projective energies. And finally, my book holds position number one in my list of witchy books that changed my life. It is called Practical Magic for Beginners and it is by me, Maggie Heisman. So as you can imagine, writing my own book was very life-changing. I started my blog, Mumbles and Things, in 2016 when I was selling gemstone jewelry. And at the time, I was writing mostly about crystals with the occasional post about witchcraft. I was taught um, in my Etsy success courses that I took at the time that blogging is one of the best ways to keep you relevant on Google. So that's really where my journey with Mumbles and Things and later Mumbles Academy started was writing to appease the Google algorithm. But over time, I noticed that the most popular blog posts were those that were about witchcraft, And that the readers of my blog seem to really enjoy the way that I write or explain things or teach magic. And I began experimenting with how I shared my practice and my knowledge. I started a Facebook group to interact more regularly with my readers. I taught live on camera in that group and I still do sometimes. You can join us at talkwitchcraft.com. And I started to see my value, I became more and more confident, and I saw how I was able to teach and help witches to empower themselves to to gain their own confidence as I gained confidence in myself. And I started my membership program, the Mumbleship or Mumbles Academy, and I started a YouTube channel and this podcast, Talk Witchcraft Podcast, I was able to reach witches wherever they hang out because I was in all of these different places. And I was really excited to see how I was helping so many people. More and more of you reached out to me to tell me how much you've learned and the amazing things that you've done since starting to practice witchcraft and since starting to read my blog and feeling empowered and confident in your own abilities and your own magic and power. And because of this series of events, starting with my Google Algorithm blog, um, a publisher reached out to me and they told me that after seeing my blog and my ability to write and tell stories in a way that makes sense to people who want to learn, that they wanted to work with me. And that was super exciting. (laughs) So I wrote the book, this book, Practical Magic for Beginners, in about three months at the beginning of 2020 which sounds really intense, and it was. It was a challenge for me to fill this deadline for a variety of reasons. So my grandparents on my mom's side both passed away in the midst of writing this book. My grandfather, who I call Poppy, um, actually passed away right before I agreed to write this book. I had just been offered the opportunity, and then he passed away, and so it was kind of hard time to decide whether it was the right time to pursue this project and then soon after my grandmother who I call Anna, also passed away and um, that was just right before I completed it. but this did cause some depression for me and I was and I had a hard time keeping up with the demands of writing the book, but my publisher was very understanding and I felt that my grandparents were continuing to guide me even when they were no longer around on the physical plane. I could still sense them. And then right after this, the world was hit with the COVID-19 pandemic. And right now as I'm recording this, we are still being affected by this pandemic. And I know that many people found that they had more time due to this change of circumstances. But I've always worked at home. So there wasn't really a change in my schedule. Um, It didn't really affect how much time I had. In reality, what happened because of this was that I learned that I have ADHD, which had been dormant or had been unnoticed up until this point because I didn't have the same ability to access my regular coping mechanisms that helped me to keep these things under control, these symptoms of ADHD under control. So I didn't have the outdoor activities or the exercise. I didn't have access to coffee and tea shops that helped me to focus through this process body doubling when you have other people around who are also working, it helps you to work as well. I didn't have restaurants, which I really enjoyed going to, um, and I didn't have chance to travel to see my friends and family with my husband. That's something that we really like to do. So without these coping mechanisms, I became really aware of this disorder that I hadn't seen in myself before, which made it really hard to focus on writing a book in such a short time period. Um, And writing, which had never really been hard for me in the past, became almost impossible. And I kept um, procrastinating because of it. But my husband, Dana, really helped. He picked up so much of the slack, especially around the house, doing things that I wasn't able to do anymore. And he became my biggest cheerleader. So I was able to accomplish something that I had always had floating in the back of my mind that I wanted to write a book about witchcraft and now it is complete. I also had the support of my extensive family and friends. They all reminded me to celebrate and also to rest, to learn, and to go with the flow, which are all things that I struggle with. And now it is September. After all of this time, It is finally available for pre-order, and I've seen so many people already pre-ordering and preparing to review it and support me in so many different ways. And so September 29th, if you're listening to this as the podcasts come out, that's when the book will be shipped out to people, the physical copy. And anyone who is interested in learning about witchcraft and mysticism will be able to hold my book in their hands and read my words, which is really a dream come true and something that I don't know that I ever thought would happen, even though it was a dream. So there is, I'm going to share some information about what you can find inside of this book and um, if you go to the show notes, you'll be able to find a link where you can uh, purchase your own copy. If you're listening to this after this podcast is released, then you won't need to pre-order, it'll just be sent to you. Basically, this book is all about embracing your inner witch, and it's a beginner guide to practical magic and spellcasting. So if you've ever wondered about the mystical qualities that are inside of you, then this is a guide. It's a everyday guide for rituals and spellcasting. And again, the book is called Practical Magic for Beginners. It's simple and extensive. It's a reference that teaches you about conjuring your magic, accessing your magic, and using just a wide range of tools, techniques, disciplines, and elements. So if you're interested in learning about chakras or astrology, talismans, dreams, or anything, else then you'll find something that you're interested in this book you'll find that it is entry level and you'll find remedies and recipes and spells you'll learn about plant magic herbal cures for common ailments spiritual cleansing and so much more practical magic for beginners includes magic 101 which is where you can explore the uses of beginner friendly magical elements like the auras crystals divination you can go at your own pace with this book. It's um, indexed so that you can flip through to whatever's interesting to you in the moment. You can open to any page to help you that will help you with whatever you're interested in. And it is very applicable to your mundane life merging the magical world with your mundane world. You can learn about all of these magical tools and how to apply them to all of these different areas of your life, whether that's your work, your relationships, your hobbies, or your home life, anything, any part of your life, you can apply these practices. So I hope that you'll go to the show notes to figure out how to order your copy, and then you can discover how to make magical, positive changes in your life with this book, Practical Magic for Beginners. So that is all I have for you this week. I talked about three different books, three different witchy books that changed my life, including my own book. If you want to access the show notes for this episode, go to mumblesandthings.com slash blog practical hyphen magic. Now you can join me next Tuesday where I will just be recapping all of the episodes that we have covered over this season two of the podcast, and you can just get a review to help you remember what we've talked about, or if you've missed an episode, you can know you can catch up in that way and decide if it's something that you want to explore even deeper. If you enjoy this episode or any of the episodes of Talk Witchcraft, make sure that you are subscribed so that you can be notified about each new episode. And leave me a five star review wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps other witches find this this podcast and it also feels like I'm getting a gold star, which is really motivating to me. So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Mumbles and things. And you can join us in the Mumbles and Things Facebook group where you can chat about this episode with other witchy folks. Just go to talkwitchcraft.com. Wait, don't go yet. Thanks for listening to Talk Witchcraft with me, Maggie. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to check out mumblesacademy.com. Mumbles Academy is the place to be for intuitive souls at any stage of their witch path. Whether you are a wildling at the very beginning of your witchcraft journey and are looking for a safe learning environment, a creator who is committed to your practice and wants to develop your witchcraft skills even more, or a sage who is full of wisdom already and wants to share what you know with others, Mumbles Academy was designed for you. With monthly masterclasses and live Q&As, an extensive archive of courses and trainings, and a supportive community to help you along the way with encouragement and advice. Mumbles Academy is the perfect place for you to be as you continue on your witch path.